Metaverse. Step into the metaverse for the first time. The Oculus headset. The company is now meta. Virtual reality. VR headset. We're kind of creating a... Simulation. Creating a simulation. Welcome back to The New Perspective. Today I am joined by Candy. I met him in the virtual reality world and today we are going to discuss their perspective on VR chat, the metaverse, and just life in general. So thank you for coming on, Candy. Are you ready? Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, I'm definitely ready. <laughs> All right. Okay, so... You started playing VR chat in 2018, right? So like for four years? Yeah, that is correct. VR in general, I think, has been pretty slow to advance over the last four years, really. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I started out with like a Rift C1, the first commercial version of a um, consumer version of the Rift headset from Oculus. Oh, really? You had like the very first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. there were still like tons of them before like the development kits and everything and they were really really crude devices mm. and then uh, over the last four years we've like seen technological advancements of course you know you got the increased resolutions of the screens you got like more precise controllers and more tech like uh add-ons and full body tracking and everything oh there's research being done like more stuff is coming out but it's like for enterprise people mostly really uh, right but like like from a consumer perspective like consumer headsets like yeah we're in a pretty good space right now uh mm -hmm. things are getting cheaper the meta company facebook or whatever yeah, they're like pushing yeah. pushing really hard with their quest headsets like selling them mm -hmm. at a loss <laughs> we can de debate if that's good or not for the industry at a loss really wow Oh, definitely. You, I don't think they can make uh, a Quest 2, that white thing, which I, which I have, of course, for $299, like, and sell it for a profit. Of course, you know, you got all the research development, and that was probably not very cheap. The point of virtual reality, it's, like, way beyond just making money. People are very passionate about this. Well, definitely. Mm -hmm. Even, like, in the industry, people are very passionate about it. But, mm -hmm. you know... I guess the Meta's like whole shtick was to get more eyeballs glued to their headsets, right? That's why with the mm -hmm. selling at the losses for, just to get them in. Right, just like the initial push, right? Yeah. Because I can't imagine going back or. Oh, definitely. But what was like the first like VR chat world? Like, what did they look like? Were they as advanced or was the headset really bulky? Uh, well, I can only speak for the headsets I've had. Because I've, right. I've handled them, right? And I've put them on a head for like thousands of hours. So, uh, yeah, yeah. the Rift CV1, all things considered, was a really, really good headset. Very light. Like the audio solution was really good. The controller's tracking was excellent. Uh, it had issues. Like, uh, if you're not familiar, so the CV1, Rift CV1, used like these external cameras that you would have to connect through USB to computers and that caused such a headache for people around the world just mm -hmm. because USB is USB and uh, <laughs> you know when it when it worked it worked fantastically like the VR immersion was like even though like the screens were like 
pretty blurry and you could see the pixels like you could see like the the what was it called the screen mm -hmm. screen gate no well basically like the empty space between sub pixels and right. the and the and the pentile OLED display were visible and like they kind of didn't really matter because VR was such a profound and immersive experience that you could look past it and just get you like go into the ocean of VR swim in there and just like take it for what it is and uh, of course VR chat early worlds were pretty rough honestly yeah uh, that like. I remember, like, I remember very vividly my very first day when I got VR. Just, just, like, getting, like, this, this huge box in the mail, just opening up and just feeling the, something about the smell of electronics that really gets me going. It's like this, this the one specific, <laughs> this one specific solvent or, like, glue or whatever they use in that thing. Just, mm -hmm. just, just, is like, burn into my mind. But mm -hmm. anyway, like, putting it on, setting it up. Uh, you get into like this demo, right? Where you have to like interact with this little flying robot in this like uh, little trailer to like tell you know, how teach you how to use your controllers, what the buttons do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I just remember uh, looking down at my hands and feeling this like immense like tidal wave of nausea as I see these like transparent blue hands that are my hands apparently, just just mimicking the movement of mine, my real hands. Mm -hmm. As my brain like experiences this like avalanche of switches flippings, like what is happening right here? This right. is this feels so unbelievably real. I just remember just poking buttons and like picking stuff up, and like that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, did you say like you felt sick? Like, did it actually make you nauseous, or were you just like? It in was awe? like a. It was just like I was in awe. Of course, I was amazed. Right. Like, I did, I hadn't, like, even tried VR before I bought the headset. It was, like, kind of like a Hail Mary, kind of like a... Just, mm -hmm. you know what, let's see what happens. And it was, like, a like a minute of nausea before mm -hmm. my brain, like, reoriented itself. It's kind of, like, recombobulated to, to like, understand right. what's happening. Yeah. After that, it was fantastic. Ocean sickness, though. Oh, it took me a long while to, like, get over. Like, in VR chat, like... Uh, I bought VR specifically for VR chat, and we can like talk about like why and how I even like found out about VR chat yeah, a bit later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know how like in VR chat you can have like smooth locomotion where you're like not teleporting around. I could not it's... handle smooth lo locomotion initially. I I was just like falling right. on my head, on my face. Like yeah. my body instinctively wanted to counter the movement. You know how you're walking, like balancing and there's like this inti right. internal like gyroscopic movement. Right. <laughs> it's almost oh face my planted <laughs> like my desk when I went forward. Wait, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, I guess it took some time to get used to. I mean, for me, like when my first time getting in VR, I, I don't think I appreciated it that much. I don't think I realized just how incredible it was i was just like oh, okay like another game i mean to be fair when i first joined it was later like it wasn't in 2018 like this has already kind of been a thing i saw people playing it um a lot on youtube and i was just going to boring world so i wasn't really oh. seeing all the beautiful worlds all of the amazing like music and events and i like was only seeing 
you know, annoying kids, right? Oh, you joined at a very bad time then. Right. Like 2021? I, I, I think it was 2020, like 2020. Like, that's kind of when it was for me. But for you, like, this was like the beginning days, right? So, well, I missed the initial boat, but it was kind of like, <clears throat> yeah, very early on. Mm, and right. Of course, there were no quest kiddos anywhere, so the quest didn't exist at the time. And uh, one of the right. first worlds I went to was actually pretty beautiful, and it's kind of hasn't changed ever since. The Maybe you've been there, called Near Automata Flowers. I don't think I've been there, no. It's like a cave, and it's all like, like a bot, like a lot of like white flowers everywhere. And there's a mirror, of course there is. I, don't I think know. There used to be. We should talk about that. <laughs> like, were there always mirrors in VR? Were there always mirrors in every single world? As far as I remember, mirrors weren't as widespread, but they definitely yeah. did exist, especially in the Avatar worlds. Well, yeah, the Avatar worlds. That makes sense. But every single world, everybody is just piled together staring at themselves in a mirror is it like just because it's more immersive i mean it is nice to have a conversation with somebody just like looking in the mirror for some reason but what's your opinion on that so they're like we, we thought about this a lot like me and my friends and like we're theorizing like why are we why do we always gravitate towards the mirror right and the, the longer and the more we play vr chat this is like Oh my god, like thousands of hours in, you just kind of tend to not do a lot of stuff in VR anymore. Because mm. uh, at the very beginning, you're like, oh yeah, I gotta explore, I gotta go talk to all these people, I'm gonna look at these worlds, oh, and these avatars, I gotta do, 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 go talk, be, be right. funny or whatever somewhere. Right. But after some point, it kind of gets old, like the novelty yeah. wears off. And then there, there comes in the mirror, which is like a very, kind of like a very passive way to, like interact with yourself and other people and uh i've been like taught told by my friends that it kind of increases your field of view so you can see everybody like if there's like a larger group more than like True. two or three people you can like see everybody and you mm -hmm. kind of just like stare at the mirror and talk of course i don't think i've ever done this more than once in real life where people stand right? in front of a mirror <laughs> and talk to each other and just kind of look at each other because i know what i look like and they know what they look like Right. So why do we do it in VR? It's pretty simple. Like mm. the answer to that is pretty simple. Is that uh, avatars change a lot all the time. You can be right. whoever you want to be, mm. and it's like a it's like a marvel. It's like something to admire. Like uh, mm -hmm. your your physical form doesn't really matter. Like your real life physical form, you can become whoever you want to be. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just pretty to look at. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. I I do agree. I like that perspective because I feel like in VR, it gives a lot of people a boost of ego. And we're just, yes. I've always seen it as we're staring at ourselves, just <laughs> like, just very egotistical. Like, it does make sense. You can actually see everybody and you kind of like remember like what you're looking like and you can like appreciate the different avatars and yeah. i don't know i just it's funny like if i saw that irl like that's definitely one of the biggest differences between vr and real life but it is used just normal and you get used to it what else is a difference like head pads and there's a lot yeah. of like furry stuff 
<laughs> oh no, not the furry stuff. I mean, everyone, uh, <laughs> all avatars have like tails. I don't know why. That's kind of just how it is. <laughs> that is actually, yeah, that is interesting. Because with VR and, and VR chat specifically, you can, uh, you don't even have to be human. You could be a robot or like a furry. And that's right. like adding more limbs and like attributes. Like you become like a superhuman or like just a different species. And that's like a fantasy people are really into. And it's like the ultimate escapism in a sort of way. VR is the ultimate escapism. That's so true. That well, and that and true. super heavy drug use, but um, that's let's not true. talk about that one. But yes, I did want to mention, like, how did you find out about VR chat? Completely randomly. So, I had heard about VR chat even before 2018, but I always assumed it was only for uh, people with VR headsets, so I didn't even bother, like, looking it up or whatever. And yeah. then one random, like, day, a friend of mine said, like, yo, you should go check out VR chat with me. I don't know why they asked me. Some some dude from um, some like uh, Arma Free Milsim squad I was hanging out with for some reason. And so we went on and uh, we went to like a very old world, a really just crappy looking one. It's called Open Mic Night. I, I don't know oh, if you've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Have you been there? Or have you yeah, at least seen I've, it? I've been there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and uh, just kind of hung around there and just talked to people and saw people. And I saw people in VR and they were like just gesticulating and they had like facial expressions and like uh, finger pointing and everything like that. And that was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But uh, at one point I saw something that kind of just flipped the switch in my head. That kind of yeah, just got me thinking. Uh, so I was just like passively standing there, like listening. I was like in uh, the, the, the frog girl from My Hero Academia Avatar. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what her name was. And there's just like just casually eavesdropping and somebody just came up to me and started head patting me and i was like <laughs> i really like this right? why do i really why like this like <laughs> right and yeah i was on desktop i was on desktop at this point and I didn't you still have VR. liked it <laughs> yes what and i saw them like interact with each other and like head pat each other and like poke <laughs> and boop and just kind of like interact with these non-solid bodies as if they were real and they were really there like respecting their like physical boundaries or whatever and i was just like wow holy crap mm -hmm. i i need to get in on this yeah. so, <laughs> so so i stuck around and the same world got like there's like a stage area sat down there was like a furry guy speaking of which <laughs> Uh, some dude in like the like the basic white dog avatar. Yeah, and we got, yeah. He was also on desktop, and we were like just just. I think he also had the same experience that same night I had, where he mm, like just yeah. decided like, yo, I need to I need to get VR. This is amazing. This is exactly what I want. Yeah. And we like kind of obsessed over what headset we should get. Like you know, at the time there were only two options, like the HTC Vive and the Oculus CV1, mm. and one of them was more expensive another which was the vibe mm -hmm. and they were just agonizing over like oh which one should we get blah 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 blah, blah yeah and i decided for the ritzy one and the, the dude uh, the furry guy who i made friends with actually i still am uh <laughs> decided to get the vibe are you still so, friends with him 
That's yeah. That's crazy. Wow. We haven't talked in a while. And then I like agonized over like what should I get? And like started researching, like reading, like I need to make the right choice. Cause like you know, it's a lot of money, like all things considered. Oh my god. I already had the yeah. gaming computer, so whatever. So right. that was not an issue. And uh yeah. Decided for the Oculus Rift. Basically overnighted it and the next day I had a headset. <laughs> Oh, there you go. The next day, not bad, not bad. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then started my journey, like, of self-discovery mm -hmm. and, like, weird stuff. I saw some really weird stuff on VHA the very first week. You definitely I did. have a feeling I saw everything there's ever gonna be to see in the first week. Really? Well, like, what crazy stuff did you see? Oh, my God. I don't think I can even talk about most of it. I like, mean, you uh, can, but if it's too bad, I can edit some stuff out. Look, look. <laughs> let's let's start with the like wholesome and tame stuff. Uh, dance parties. But funnily yeah. enough, I got roped into like uh, once I got VR with the same friend who introduced me to VR. Just like, yo, we need to go. Let's go to a dance party, right? There's this live DJ, like DJ Dark Fade, or I don't know if he like DJs anymore. Oh yeah, and I love DJs always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, of course, you know, I, I didn't have full body and there were like very few people on VRChat at the time who had full body, but mm -hmm. it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. And, and so we show up at this crappy looking world, like five polygons or whatever. And then the middle of the dance floor, there, here's the DJ like blasting music through his microphone. Oh, just and through the mic? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we had video players back then. Oh, wow. At least... <laughs> At least nobody had figured out how to like maybe right. pipe in through a video player. Right. But whatever, that didn't matter. And I don't know if you've like danced or seen people dance who don't have full body. It is it is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Just shuffling it, side to side. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter what you look like. It's all about what you're doing, how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking amazing. I was mm -hmm. all over the moon. That's like something I did. Oh, very okay. heavily all the time like in the mm -hmm. first year just went to all these events and danced really already like, that's nice yeah i didn't even know that was like a thing and i don't know like just this year i didn't know that there were big events i knew nothing about that like i just thought okay there's worlds and i didn't realize that there was so much more but that is like my favorite thing to do in vr and there you go mm -hmm. I, I guess i got really lucky in that regard just yeah. because the friends just dragged me to there. Mm -hmm. When did you, I want to ask, like, when did you first get Phantom Sense? Or, like, how did that come about? Ooh. That came pretty late, actually. Oh, really? Like, kind of like, uh, I'm like, I'm like a brick. I don't, didn't really feel much. Mm. Of course, there was presence and, like, immersion, but I just didn't really, like, I didn't feel like I was inhabiting the body. I was supposedly inhabiting. Right. For a long while. And then... No, because not having full body kind of... I don't know. Like, you have, like, these legs that kind of drag with you. And this body that's always, like... Sure. Like, perpendicular <laughs> to the ground. Sure. And, like, yeah, this is this is kind of... This is the VR jank I really dislike. Like, going right. back to the mirror stuff. Like, uh, another reason why people start mirrors is, is to overcome the VR jank, right? Because mm. your body's sometimes doing stuff it shouldn't be. And it's kind of weird. But yeah, uh, Phantom Touch. And then I uh, started getting it. It was like mostly uh, pretty weak. Like it would mostly be like P3 
people putting hands on my face, people mm -hmm. like ASMR basically, like whispering in my ears and stuff and being very close, like the proximity effect would mm -hmm. kind of stimulate me in a way. And, um, and also something that I don't know if anybody else has ever had, everybody who I've always told this about has like, what are you talking about? But uh, I can feel, or at least kind of imagine, maybe my brain just expects. So if somebody's like standing in your face, just staring at you, like inches from your nose. You feel that, you feel that. I feel the heat, yes. And, 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 <clears throat> there's more. I can sense like a little like uh, exhale. What? Like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. What? I imagine them breathing on me. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. Yes. And I can sometimes smell in the air. You can smell? Really? Uh, but only specific things. So oh, imagine a rose, a red rose. You know what it smells like. You can just boom. You already know what it smells like. Mm -hmm. And now having like imagine just picking up a rose and putting it up to your nose. And I can smell the rose. Like, very faintly, of course. It's not like... Mm -hmm. I mean, it but... makes sense. Like, your mind is like, you're used to it. So it does make sense. Yeah. I don't think... I haven't experimented with it that much. But Phantom Sense is very interesting. And people who don't play VR, VR chat, definitely, like, don't understand it or don't see how it's possible. But once you're in there like you you do it like i think i got it like just instantly instantly as soon as i got on it like i could really? sense people like uh, at least for a face like if somebody like touched my face yeah. i could feel that like instantly because like that um, was my face like it was like right there so saying i just saw it is like normal i didn't really see the novelty of it until later after reflecting on it now, right? Got some questions for you, though. Oh, do you? Okay, you can ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Like, just specifically, like, Phantom Sense. Like, did you, like, start off um, without full body in VR chat? Yeah, I just got full body, like, uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, so... yeah. and how did how did full body change your uh, Phantom Sense experience? Because it definitely did for me. Because I also pretty recently got it, too, yeah. like, a couple of months ago as well. Oh. Okay, cool. Um, well, it makes it a lot stronger. Like, a lot stronger. Yep. <laughs> it definitely changed the experience because um, I didn't really have Phantom Sense, like, in my legs, obviously, because they weren't my legs. But now that they are my legs, I can... Yeah. You feel it, and you basically can feel anything anywhere. What kind of sensations do you experience in your body? Like, <laughs> heat or, like, tickling or, like... Yeah. It's just warm, it's like a soft touch, like, it's just like a sensation, kind of tingling sometimes, but... Butterflies in the stomach. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Um, but... I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like we're experiencing kind of like the same thing. For me, on top of that, what you already, like, described to me, is that, uh... Say there's a world that has like fire, like um, like a fireplace, and uh, I get high, <laughs> of course. Uh, it's like burning me. Like it those hurts. things burn me. It's it no, it doesn't hurt. It's yeah. like very, 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 very warm. Really? Like if I place my feet next to it, like my home world's like this little like cubby. 
Like, it's just a bed, fireplace, and the stars or whatever. Wow. Very nice. And you actually feel, like, <laughs> the heat coming off of it. That's cool. Yes, yes, yes. I can, like, kind of, quote-unquote, uh, warm my feet. <laughs> wow. It's like, That's fun. interesting. It's, it's ridiculous. See, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. our mind. Look at the power of our mind. How we can just do things like that. And technology. That's beautiful. But, like... Exactly. Um, yeah. So, what about for you? Like, what is Phantom Sense for you? Besides that, is it basically the same feeling, or uh, the problem is it's not consistent for me. It's kind of like whatever, depending on the mood. Mm. It's like what your mind is expecting, right? It's about expectations. Mm -hmm. It's like predicting what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And the, there was like this one peak at one point where it's like. Uh, you don't understand ceiling mirrors until you get full body. And then you're laying down, looking at yourself, laying on the on the floor or the bed or whatever. Ooh. And then you're like cuddling with somebody. And then it's just, oh my, it's intense. It's like, holy crap. Oh my gosh, I haven't experienced like, I haven't done like ceiling mirrors yet. Like since I got full body. You should definitely try it out. Because yeah. then you can just concentrate on your body like in full view. It's, 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 it's weird. Oh, gosh. I did want to ask you a couple more questions about VR. So, like, where do you see it in the future of VR, VR chat? Where do you see it? Uh, well, we can only go up from here, really. Yeah. Well, technology-wise, right? Mm hmm We can talk about, like, some corporate interests that I'm not a big fan of. But, uh, like, technology-wise, of course, you know, we've... There's people, there's engineers, there's scientists working around the clock, basically. And have been since, like, I don't know, like the late 80s when, like, the first quote-unquote VR headsets came out, like, for military applications or whatever. And VR technology is just going. Okay. Like, for example, like, we already have, like, these uh, military simulators where they, like, train soldiers or whatever. It's, like, a huge treadmill and, like, you... Put a soldier on there, put a toaster to their face, like walk around, like natural locomotion. So they have to like use their legs to walk. There's no joysticks or whatever. And uh, that's already a thing. You can like, I don't know where you can even go from there. Like, of course, of course, we have like all heard about like the movie or like the, not the movie, the novel, Ready Player One by, uh, yeah, uh, his yeah. name escapes me, but whatever. I read the book. It's the, uh, the book wasn't that great, I'll tell you that. But, uh, of course, where you don't need all that stuff, you've got, like, all these sensors like, plug, that plug in you to your body and just kind of, like, implies where you can, what you want to do, where you're going to go. And where I see VR going is we're going to eventually probably ditch the headset and we're somehow going to, like, produce these stereoscopic images directly into our brains. That's, like, the end yeah. game. That's, like, very far away. I don't think it's gonna happen in the next 10 or 20 years or whatever right but uh of course you know miniaturization we developing better lenses higher field of views these are like purely like technical things i'm talking about yeah yeah no i see that definitely like i love that you can learn like you can learn so much through vr and i feel like this will definitely change the way that we're learning completely yes and I feel like it will be more of a more common thing as well, like seeing just like more 
3D images in real life. Maybe it's not even on a headset, but more like 3D scenes instead of just 2D, you know, screens. Like holograms. Right. I feel like holograms and VR could definitely be linked together. And I feel like that would be more of a common thing. And like you said, a much smaller, lighter headset. That's definitely kind of where I'm seeing it too. And I think, you know, people stop watching TV, TV so much, stop watching like YouTube, scrolling on social media. Like, I feel like, I, honestly, a lot of times when I'm watching like a show or a movie, I'm just like, I mean, this is only in 2D. Like, it's so much better when you're actually like watching something in VR. Like imagine watching a movie, but like actually being in it, like in virtual reality. Oh, imagine like that. Like a 3D, like a 3D scene. Yeah. Ah, oh, that that sounds exhausting, though. You think you it's to look too around. much? Yeah, I think that is way too much because movies have always been like a very passive way to consume media right true you're just sitting there in the theater watching you could kind of do that in vr as well yeah true and uh but when you're like in it it's like intense and you have to look around and it's like almost very active even though you're not changing anything that's you just true. have to like mm. be you know you don't want to miss out on anything right right you want to see everything all the things but you can't so you can't see behind yourself so Hmm. I don't know how it would work, oh. but I feel like it's definitely going to change the way that we consume just the media completely. So you did mention one thing that I did want to bring up. You said that Zuckerberg was trying to lock down the metaverse or bring in like real world economics into VR. Like, can you talk more about that? Basically, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook buys Oculus back in what 2018 or something 2017 yeah. and uh this is where like his long-term plan starts like okay he's probably also a believer in vr like it's pretty evident by how much money he has been burning like consistent like consistently since the acquisition of oculus to push headsets into people's homes have the screens on their faces you know oculus meta facebook everything facebook facebook facebook, facebook. we want them in our ecosystem and once you got the people inside of the ecosystem, which is, you know, the Oculus walled garden of software or whatever, you can extract money from them. You can advertise them. You can, like, get their, like, uh, telemetry, like how they move and, like, what they look at and, like, what excites them, what they don't like. It's all marketing and it's, like, mm -hmm. it's just investors foaming at the mouth, like, oh, my God, it's like a, it's like a gold mine. Right. Or we can just monetize people's movements. Yeah. So what Meta is trying to do, you probably heard of the Metaverse or like at least yeah, uh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg's like twisted interpretation of the Metaverse should be. Yeah. And uh, the reason I <laughs> said that Mark is trying to like clamp down on it is that basically take ownership of it is that, uh, yeah, it's just the money. They just want to advertise to you, and if there's if everybody's under the wing of Facebook, well, you can imagine like where the money's gonna go. And there's like also been like news or like just articles I've read where about the monetization structure they're planning for like their uh, what was it called uh, Facebook Horizons or Meta Horizons or whatever, whatever the hell they're calling it now. 
it's like their alternative to VR chat, basically. They were like developing in house. Mm. And uh, you would be able to like make your own stuff for it, right? Like uh, create avatars or like worlds or like products or whatever. And you would be able to sell them to mm. other people, you know, like hats and clothes or. I mean, don't people for your already do that? Disembodied head. People already sell uh, avatars. Like yeah. Yes. But the, there's a there's a key difference here. When people sell avatars in VR chat, like most of the money goes to the creator or the person who um, shamelessly rips somebody else's avatar, modified <laughs> and sell them on anyway. Right. We can talk about everyone. I've got I've got a lot of things to say about that. But uh, in Facebook Horizons, like apparently, if you sell things on their platform, you you uh, Facebook takes a fifty percent cut or something. Oh, oh. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, no app store in the existence of the universe, like, takes such a big That's cut. That's way too much. Are you serious? 50%? He's gonna... He's gonna I think, I think it might be even that. more than that. I don't know. I, I need to, like, look that up. But it was, like, a substantially higher amount than whatever anybody else is charging. No. He's gonna have to change that. That's... That can't... That can't be. That's crazy. That's insane. And apparently, there's like this cult mentality at Meta, where uh, Zuck is like so convinced about VR being the next big thing. He might be true. Uh, might be right. I think well, he's right. Is. I think he's right. I think he's right too. But that there's like this cult mentality all around it. It's like mm. it's like a religion almost. It's just a bit bit insane. Yeah, I think I think it's beautiful that it could be a new way of income but just like where is this income going i think it's great that people can sell avatars some people have like private rooms that you can join the patreon to get into i think it's beautiful if there is gonna be like a way to actually gain an income from vr we do get a lot of amazing basically free experiences despite all the money that goes into everything else but and maybe like actually being able to profit from that but like i said it's just depending on where it is going and who it's actually going to and how much of it is going to different places yeah the money is definitely suspect like where's it coming from and uh, where's it going why everything is free for now it's kind of very sketchy but uh, i do agree that it's kind of very, very interesting and very cool that you can make money by, you know, being in the VR space and creating for the VR space. And, uh, exp uh, you mentioned, like, making money on avatars. Also, one thing, speaking of VR chat, is that I, I don't know what happened to it, but they were, like, planning a special, like, Patreon-like program for VR chat where you could, like, uh subscribe to your favorite like creators or like musicians or entertainers and you could like pay them money basically mm -hmm. and you like get like perks like access to their like worlds or whatever and uh i find that really interesting as somebody oh, who's like wow. kind of an artist himself i sometimes play guitar and sing mm -hmm. very shittily <laughs> And uh, it's like, I, I, that would be really nice, you know? Yeah. If somebody really likes what you do and, yeah. you know, they don't have to go to an external site. Right. Uh, like Patreon or like coffee or just direct PayPal transfer or whatever. Right. 
to like support you and they could do that right in vr chat where all the business happens right i think that's really that nice. is cool like if um okay there's like a dj that you want and you can like subscribe yes. to them so you can get into their worlds to see the events and stuff and that's see that's great and it's amazing especially for the musicians and like um djs themselves all these like vr djs they have twitch right and usually they're like being like the audience is being cursed like you know sub to their uh twitch channel or whatever mm -hmm. i think people do like these people who go to like all these vr chat parties Mm -hmm. or people who organize them they're like they're willing to drop down money yeah to like uh, attract talent attract djs and mm -hmm. so uh, one community i'm a part of i think it's called vibe tribe vr it's like they play like just heavy heavy music every friday mm -hmm. and uh before it all started i think before it like came to be like there was a friend of mine ali bobs who uh who wanted to like make uh, a dance party and they wanted ghost data to like uh, perform. And uh, there was talks about, yeah, they have they would have to pay him. And of course the party didn't happen because probably ghost data wanted too much money. But mm -hmm. there's definitely money being exchanged somewhere at some point. It's not like everybody's doing it for free. Of course, you know, when you have a passion for music and you just want to have a good time, of course, you know. Some of those people would do it for free, but eventually you'll have to pay bills and it's, it would be nice to like be compensated for your work. Right, exactly. Yeah, a lot of people like link their Cash App or PayPal as well, a lot of the DJs. So there is like some income like coming in, especially for, I mean, in ways that like I didn't really know that would be a thing or expect that to happen in VR, but it is cool that that is actually also <laughs> able to happen. Yeah, let's not talk about VR prostitution. <gasps> oh my god, I met <laughs> one person, one person that talks about that, and I was like, that was crazy. Is that is that a real thing? Can, can you can yeah, we apparently, talk? <laughs> well, I don't have any insights on that. I haven't <laughs> like I haven't been there. I haven't paid anything for, to anybody or. <laughs> I just like heard people just randomly like just talk about it. It's like, yeah, you know, I made like a hundred dollars last week. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a VR, VR prostitute or whatever. Right. And like sitting there like, really? I know. Honestly, man, there are some weird, weird old men that can be on VR that I wouldn't be too surprised, to be honest. But that's like a whole other thing. That is a whole other thing. I just don't get the value proposition. Let's just put it this way. Yeah, you know, or like game crashes <laughs> or VRChat decides to like, you need to be d disconnected from the world. Oh, and, oh yeah. my God. I have a funny story. This is like from 2019. And I'm not involved in like any way with like the ERP or whatever at that point. But so there was like major server issues with VRChat and uh, the way it manifested was that uh, you would be in a world like uh, at, at the time, Hawkins just hang out and sleep was a very popular word for like world for uh, just people hanging out, sleeping, or doing the thing, ERP or whatever. And uh, in the public world, <laughs> the server, 
No, 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 no. Private, of course. <laughs> I was gonna say. But listen, 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 listen. Yeah. So the server issues. What, what would happen was that it would disconnect you from their private instance and send you to a public one. Oh my! So you can imagine oh. the kind of shit I saw. I was just like, <laughs> I was like hanging out with friends at the the same world. I got sent to a public world. I decided to stick around to see what happens because I kind of like had an inkling that like, something funny is gonna happen. So I like sitting there next to the mirror, like in view of the spawn oh. point, and I just see these people <laughs> appearing there with their clothes off. Completely naked, oh like god. at the full swing of everything they're <laughs> oh doing, my god, and no. I'm just sitting there Please. laughing my ass off. It's so hilarious. And once they realize that, they wait, just they didn't did, even like, realize. Display. They didn't realize. Like, of course, you just kind of black screen and boom, you're in the public room. Oh my gosh. And they look around, they see me, and they just the quickest like go home button press <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like the quickest draw in the West. Like the embarrassment is like crazy. That is so funny. I, why? I wish I could see that. I wish that there were still uh, worlds like that. I mean, I don't, but like I kind of do. I just have to spend a lot of time in VR chat to like get gems like that. Like most of the time, nothing really happens. It's just very boring in VR chat, to be fair. But when you're at the right place at the right time, it goes, it just, it just goes from 0 to 11, like, instantly. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> wow, I've never like, heard something like that. That's, like, one of the best stories I've heard. Or when, like, one friend of mine, like, you know how people sometimes sleep in VR? Yeah. Uh, it's, it boggles the mind how you can just be comfortable with this toaster just burning <laughs> your eyes or your face while you sleep. Speaking of getting naked, so with all these like um, Avatar 3.0, you got like your little hand menu, you can toggle everything, like add, like clothes, take them off. Mm -hmm. Funny, like a friend of mine was sleeping with us. He just fell asleep while we were talking, chilling. And suddenly these clothes disappear. <laughs> In the public world! Like, what the fuck do we do now? Because oh I don't think people really re report anybody for going naked, really. But it's like, you know, I don't, we don't want people to get in trouble. Yeah. Even if it's like, a, it's like an earnest mistake. It shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't have an avatar that goes naked anyway. But, uh, so it's like, what do we do? It's like, try to wake him up by just blasting the Nokia ringtone in the mic. Mm-hmm. This is completely crazy. Oh my god, did he wake up? Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, how the, how the, how the, why am I naked? <laughs> Yeah, good question, actually. Why are you naked? <laughs> it's hilarious. I love that. No, there's definitely some bright, funny moments in VR, for sure. But I will say, like, just wrapping up this topic, I have met my favorite people ever in VR. Like... Really? My favorite people ever. My favorite person ever that literally changed my life. The reason why I even have a podcast right now, I met... In VR, or I guess specifically VR chat, because you can be talking to someone from Germany, Brazil, America, Australia, like all in the same place, in the same world. And you can just experience so many different cultures and perspectives and completely different lifestyles that you wouldn't have really been able to do in... I mean, you can still do that, like, just online, but actually being there and talking to them and then 
in-depth conversation. You just yeah, learned there's so less much. friction in VR chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even touch upon how VR chat or VR has changed my life or what the friends I've made have been. You just reminded me of how like uh, all the friends I met along the way. I just kind of forgot about it. Definitely, there is something to be said about the just the the wide range of people you kind of met on, like meet on VR chat or VR in general. Like these are people who uh, initially had like you know a gaming computer. Have a headset you know so they're already like they have some money uh you know they're probably some kind of like have some kind of technical or like computer no knowledge mm -hmm. but you know the kind of limits the kind of people you see but yeah but the, the type of types of people you meet on vr chat has been staggering like you've got everybody from like anti-social mutes who are like scared of everybody running away but they still want to be your friend but they're just kind of like very <laughs> terrified of people yeah to like the most outgoing and like forward like just mm -hmm. dance and drinking people mm -hmm. to like complete nerds who will nerd out about everything and anything mm -hmm. to to just like just mind-numbing extents and mm -hmm. the kind of like just from around the world from like as you said like germany or like asia america south america just I met people from like South Africa and those crazy Australians and New Zealanders mm -hmm. with their crazy plus 14 time zone. Yeah. And uh, I've made a good, a bunch of good friends. Like honestly, I got a, just this one group. I basically am a, I'm maining or whatever you might say. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I just randomly like find them in a public world, right? That's how mm -hmm. initially it happens. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I love them dearly. They're like good friends. Even like we met up once. I flew over to like oh, the UK. Really? And we like went to Comic-Con. Oh, I think you told me about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like on the dance floor. It's like a very weird place to talk about all this. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like flew, I flew over there, got really drunk on the plane and kind of just like went to comic-con and just just chill like you realize that all these anime girls or whatever you've been chilling just some normal dudes you know just you know and good friends just normal people like uh i don't know like people have like they're like so self-conscious about how they look or you know what they're perceived as and i guess like vr chat is the place where you can be yourself truly yes like, without the fear of being persecuted or, like, harassed. Well, you still get harassed, but there's an easy fix for that. Right, exactly. By blocking. Or just muting them. I've yes, but honestly, like, that's probably, like, my favorite thing about VR. And I'm surprised I haven't even touched on it yet. But, like, all these amazing people and these amazing, like, true friendships. It completely yes. changes online friends. I think it changes how people view online friends completely like because you can form like more of a true connection i feel like there and you can like explore places together and like have a bit more physical like intimacy or just like yeah. stuff like that you know like more freedom like physical freedom and in the sense where mm -hmm. you can ex experiment more be more uh, forward or more adventurous <laughs> Yes, but honestly, you are able to just, like, establish a stronger 
bonding connection because it's not just oh some random 2d person on the screen it's like okay you can see okay this is a genuine being this is a genuine human and yeah. i don't know they have a voice they have a voice they have a brain they have a brain they have a body <laughs> huh. and i think it's just incredible because sometimes it's hard to find like-minded individuals in like yes your hometown or whatever and through vr chat you're able to actually meet people that like resonate with you people that actually understand and have a similar mentality and perspective as you like and i never like knew that so many people like that were actually out there but on vr i've actually met a lot a lot of people that really i mean we're very very similar and very like-minded which i haven't really got anywhere else but uh i've noticed there's a lot of narcissists on vr chat yeah crazy that is true manipulators oh yeah like people who are there to just just take advantage of other people because yeah. um you know vr chat players love you and everything but there's a lot of insecure people on vr chat who yeah. are just desperate for affection and yes. uh that is and there's this this like subset of like almost like predators like they just 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 feed off of their insecurities like yes mm. it's like also ties in with dating yeah where right because you're like so starved for affection you get into this like almost like a like an agreement with this narcissist who will proceed to ruin your life because you know that's what they do <laughs> and i've seen like a bunch of friends like go through this and mm. it's heartbreaking mm. it's like people just uh, don't they're not a good they can't judge another person's character very accurately and uh, it's like i've seen i've seen a lot of that and it doesn't work on me i don't know I just, yeah. i'm just kind of very guarded myself and just, uh, whatever yeah i've definitely met some people like that people use vr to boost their ego like they're insecure there's some insecure old fat guy but in vr there's some like sexy boy with abs right yeah so a lot of you meet a lot of insecure men and it's probably easy for girls to flirt around get their guys as well from that because it is a place full of well it's full of everyone maybe people who just admire the technology people who crave escapism crave some validation or escape from their insecurities and or just like allow them to express themselves maybe they can actually express like who they truly are or their like sexuality so all different types but no. there are definitely uh, that what that's one thing that i am concerned about because are people going to be so i mean let's face it everybody thinks everyone that plays vr chat knows that basically vr is better than real life i mean i think everyone's kind of come to that yeah. conclusion <laughs> like it's a lot better so are we gonna get so disconnected with the world will we stop going outside as much stop going to real events 
stop going to music festivals, stop going places or I don't know how will that affect that. I mean, I love nature. Like I'm very I mean, I'm kind of spiritual. Like I love that too. So that's one thing that's concerning to me. What do you think? Just um in the short term, I don't think anything is going to change. Like nobody's like not everybody's going to get VR headsets or um, oh, yeah. you know, people sure. just like yourself, you say you're like a spiritual, you like the outdoors and people like that will always exist in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's like any like risk of people not going to live events because they have VR so they can like drink in their like living room or whatever and enjoy a dance party. Long term, uh, it's hard to say. Like, of course, you can, like, go to dystopia route where it's, like, Ready Player One or whatever. Yeah. You're basically, you you live in the slums of Ready Player One world. Yeah. You're, like, in your little, like, brailer. And there's, like, nothing to go to because nature's, like, destroyed or whatever. Yeah, that that's it. Like, once we fuck up our real world, once we fuck up nature, I feel like VR... Um, I mean, it's probably not going to be VR chat by then, oh. obviously, but B- VR yeah. will kind of be our savior. Unless we, like, move oh, to no, another no. planet. Or, like, a trap. You might think VR could be the savior, but it also could be a trap, in a, in a way. Like, even now, like, just going back to VR chat again, it's like people who have nothing going on, people who are, like, you know, have mental issues or, like, you know, Life is hard, whatever, you know, I understand. They go to VR chat and they're just trapped there basically. They don't they don't know anything else to do. Like like this like like this they little one space like little space like safe space they have and that's to keep returning to. And if if like it comes to pass like uh, like a, like we are talking about how nature is destroyed or like society has like reconfigured itself in a way where it is okay for you to like stay inside all day every day for your whole life basically and sit in vr i think that's gonna just kind of cause mental issues oh yeah and it's not a great thing there is a reason like you need to get the sun yeah at least let the sun see you for a little bit every day for like vitamin d and whatever of course supplements and everything but Mm -hmm. Still, yeah. fresh air, exercise, and if you're like sitting in VR all day, that's uh, not good. Also, that side to it where that could, I can definitely see that happening. I mean, people can work from home, especially with the pandemic, like a bunch of people were able to just work from home and are still working from home. You get used to being at the house. You get used to technology and not going out. And I can see that happening. Yeah, it's already happening. It is already uh, So I, uh, I'm friends with a couple of people who are like basically top 10 record holders of time spent in VR chat. You want to know the numbers? How long? So from 27,000 hours. Oh my God. To like wow. 30 something. Jesus. And uh, this is over the span of five years. So 
You could do the math how much time they've spent every single day. Oh my god. Of the year. Every year since like they started playing to like get those numbers. Oh my god. Jesus. I thought your 6,000 was a lot. Like that's crazy. No. In the grand scheme of things, I'm, I'm, I'm just a noob. I'm a level 5 schmuck. How are they? Like, do they seem... Like, have you asked them or talked to them about that? I don't remember, honestly. Probably this has come up, but it's like... They just, like, use their VR headset as some kind of, like, extension of their computer, right? They use their desktop. They just happen to be in VR chat in this, like, social space while they, like, do work or whatever. Oh, okay. So it's not like they're just, like, idling in VR chat and just, just kind of staring at a wall until something happens. Right, right. But, like playing other games or whatever in the like VR overlay. Okay. But uh, but I don't really. I kind of fell into that trap as well at one point when life was pretty hard. Uh, we're just kind of you know didn't want to go anywhere. Just kind of sat in VR for most day for most of the day, and it was exhausting. Like so, kind of like you get into these habits of just laying all the time, and you have no energy to do anything. You're not motivated to do anything. And I think this is like a trap for like most people as well. Yeah. Who will like compulsively just get on VR chat? It's just like, it's their ritual. It's their life at this point. Yeah. But uh, they seem, I don't know. There's all kind of people who have been around forever, and of course they seem weird to me. It's like depends on what kind of community they're uh, they're part of. Yeah. And people who usually like spend like all their waking hours uh, in VR chat, they're like mostly part of the touchy feely kind of like cuddly kind of part of VR chat. Yeah. Where it's like cuddle puddles. There's like a pile of people at the mirror and that's all they do. That's where that's where they are like most of the time. Yeah. Oh gosh. And they're not even talking to each other, they're just kinda of, I don't know vacant. Just cuddles had pets. Yeah. Which is nice sometimes, yeah. for sure. Cuddles were definitely an interesting part of my VR yes. experience when I discovered them. Cuddles. Kind of like, Whoa! Yeah. Affection. Right? It's interesting, right? Like, people aren't usually that affectionate, I feel. Um, or receptive to affection. Yeah. Like, you can cuddle with a stranger, right? You can just be like, yeah, try, hey, can I yeah. get some cuddles? I'm like, yeah. Honestly. Try doing that on a bus. That should happen. Honestly, I wish that could happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I I don't want to be riding on bus. I would. I totally would. If they're cute. If they're cute, maybe. <laughs> Maybe if they're like a, you know, an older person, like a grandma, right? You could give her a hug. That's nice. Uh, yeah. You know? But it's interesting to think about, though, because <laughs> whenever, I mean, when I was in a dark time, I've, and I've talked to this people who are very mentally stable and very just really good. Even them, like, they use VR as like an escapism. And when I was, like, feeling bad, I didn't realize how much, like, my real world or whatever, quote-unquote, like, turns off and then the VR me turns on. Like, have you experienced alter ego? I definitely want to ask yes. you about that because that's, I cannot, I've never been able to get past alter ego on VR because I changed my name because I felt like this wasn't, I was literally becoming this name and it didn't change like so when I was really struggling like I was just like 
in a negative mental space and I got on VR, like I realized how much the real world just like shuts off and then this world is on. Because I instantly, I mean, I felt like I instantly felt better. I feel like I instantly felt happier and I instantly stopped caring as much. And I didn't really realize that until I was in that negative space. And I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Look at how That's, much, like, uh, the separation, like, look at this, like, what? what's your opinion? Yeah, that's the definition of escapism right there. That's literally what it is. Yeah. You're, like, leaving this, like, stressed, unhappy person behind, and you're getting, you're, like, slipping into the skin of somebody else who doesn't give a fucking crap. It's, I'm sorry about that. It's true. No, no worries. Sorry about swearing. It doesn't matter. Uh, just, just. And uh, I've definitely experienced that. Like, I'm a completely different person uh, when, you know, mask off, I have to go out to work or whatever, meet my friends in real life. And uh, because ever since, like, getting VR, there's been, like, a schism, like, a shift, like a, like a split between real life candy and online candy. Yeah. And the divide has only been widening as time has gone on. Yeah. As I've experienced and been exposed to, like, uh, increasing levels of LGBT or whatever. Yeah. Just like freedom of expression and just like uh, just no acceptance of like uh, diverse populations of people, like just, 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 it's it's been kind of like life changing in a way. Where yeah. I've kind of also like more thought about my own mental health, about who I am and what kind of like person I would love to be or yeah. aspire to be, and yeah. maybe like. Kind of like retrospectively like looked at myself throughout my life and introspectively viewed my like mental issues and the childhood trauma and ptsd and stuff and like how that has caused me to like shift like this and it's 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 been like uh interesting i don't know if it's a force for good or bad mm -hmm. I've, I've had thoughts and i'm like alter ego is like been pretty cool and stuff <laughs> yeah i'm a very moody person honestly it's like uh my mood will dictate what kind of person i'm gonna be maybe i have like some kind of dissociative like uh, personality disorder i don't know i don't know but there's definitely masks being shifted around all the time i feel that a hundred percent like a hundred percent yeah it could just be the duality of man as one friend uh or just a stranger in vr chat one day told me when i described these things to them it's like yeah it could be you know Whatever, but but that's like how people are. We're social animals, and uh, we can't behave like ourselves around everybody. Shift. I feel like I'm able to express certain things more in VR, and that kind of leads to the alter ego, I guess. But this different version, and I've never been able to really get past it. It's. It's very interesting. I guess the only difference is she's more flirty and <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest differences, but there also are other things as well. But I guess to me, the biggest thing is this is a person. She has a life. She has a past. Like her life is on VR chat. Her friends, her friend group, it's all in VR chat. Right, like that is the world, yeah. and then like Sarah, 
this is her world. This is what she does. She has a different past. She has different friends. It's like, it's the blur, it's like a blurry line. It's kind of like when you're dreaming, like when you're dreaming, you have like memories of other dreams and it's like, it's a different memory. But also a different memory, like different past experiences. You're only thinking about the things that have happened in VR. You're only thinking about that. And I guess that's the biggest difference to me is like just, it's like a different life. It's a second life. So I have a question for you. Yes. Do you believe that Mick is the better version of you? Mm. Like the one that you would prefer if you could like take it out of VR everywhere inside outside without any restrictions mm. seamlessly transition between VR and IRL I mean no I think no, no. there's specific things that she has that I do maybe need to work on and wish that I had as well like maybe I think more confidence actually I don't, I'm not sure I feel like um, just able to talk to people easier. That's like one of the biggest things. Like I wish like I could do that more. And it's not like I don't do that, but it's definitely easier in VR. <sighs> it's not the ideal me. It isn't. That's why so, I did want to change my name because I knew this. I don't want to be this person. It's not the ideal me. And. But you still express yourself like that. I know because i mean it's not like it's bad it's not like i hate the person that she is i mean i still love it and a lot of it i'd never want to change of course but it's just not the ideal self no it's like cognitive dissonance where yes like both of these people exist at the same time but they can't occupy the same space yes right like I don't know because I feel like myself in real life that is the ideal me basically I feel like I have achieved basically my ideal self like I'm very comfortable and feel like I can say okay yes there's always stuff that I need to work on but I love who I am and I think this is basically the best version of myself and I think some of that lacks or isn't expressed so i think it's kind of the opposite for me my real life self is that's kind of how it is for me like a certain subset it's that a, you enjoy being in vr more it's a certain aspect of me that is fun that i can tap yeah. into but it isn't the ideal self what about for you though is well your candy presence in the virtual world who you strive to be <laughs> uh i don't know uh i kind of know it's it's a very complicated question honestly i'm surprised you actually could answer my question but uh, i know it was hard because it is like yeah you know there's like some things you can take but some you shouldn't Mm. And, you know, it's all about, like, society, like, you know, expectations and, like, established, like, that's, like, of behaviors of what you are. 
But I would say, uh, I don't know. I think there's like a in between. Like, uh, it's really hard to define whether or not Candy in VR chat is a better version of me than Candy in real life. Yeah, it is hard. But I, for sure. but I would tend to say yes, mostly. But of course, it's like incompatible with uh, like living in real life. Honestly, like being a goofy. Goofy comedian, funny guy is not, not gonna work out in real life, honestly. Why not? Like, I don't know. It's kind of off character, I guess. But but I have definitely kind of like IRL Candy has been changing and taking aspects of VR Candy. Definitely. Like I have incorporated some things I've learned and yes, like I've me too. learned to accept. And me too. To some extent, I feel freer and more uh, just comfortable with myself in, in real life because of it. Me so too. So it's kind of like a work in progress. It's like a construction zone right now. Yes, I think it goes back and forth. Like, back and forth. Like, there's some aspects that we wish to incorporate from our, um, I guess, second persona and incorporate into, like, the real life view and vice versa. Like... I realized how social, how easy it was for me to be very social, how easy it was for me to talk and flirt in VR. I was like, damn, why can't I do that more in real life? So yeah. I've... And you try. No, I have been. Like, I definitely have been and getting a yeah. lot better at that. Like, I made a pact to myself and my other friend that plays VR to be as talkative as we are basically in real life. So that has definitely influenced me in a positive way. I could say the same. I've become definitely more talkative or expressive in real life, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because of all of it. Like, it has also encouraged me to, like, be more mu musically expressive. Kind of just, like... Mm -hmm. Just sing more, I guess. Because uh, there's, you know, people love artists, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And like kind of feel like there's there's not enough like um or rather more acceptance of all that and it kind of mirrors the real world as well mm -hmm. so there's like some positive like aspects mm -hmm. yes there is a lot of positives like there's a lot of negatives a lot of positives there's a lot of pros and cons to vr and i think we've touched on a lot of them honestly which was great yep. but one of the best things is social working on being social and really like loving creativity you see all these amazing creative musicians artists like djs and it inspires you like now i'm now i, I want to be a tj i want to learn how to dj now and that's just because of vr man like i want to learn how to oh. dance i literally the reason that i've discovered like my new passion for dance was because of vr because i want to dance in vr and I realized, like, now, I, now I'm, like, on this whole other, like, life path and journey because I love dance. So there's a lot of positives as well that do Definitely. weigh out the negatives, I think. Like, kind of connecting everything together as we wrap up. Like, one of... I, I guess it is a bit random, but I didn't want to mention it. It's, like, one of the ideas for the simulation theory of like oh we're in a simulation or whatever is like if we have enough technology if we do grow our technology to the point where we can create a virtual 
world that feels as real to us as your life, then it just seems like that it could be a possibility. And if we have already done that, if we already like made that technology, how would we know? I mean, you wouldn't know. No. And we could be in it now. And I feel like, yeah, and that's interesting. And as we are creating VR, and as we're creating virtual reality, it's interesting. And that kind of ties into, okay, wow, then like, that is possible. And that is, hmm. and you see the benefits of it. You can travel. Like here, we can't travel. We can't go to the other worlds, the other planets or things like honestly vr it's kind of like being in the multiverse for in a way it's like there's multiple different worlds they're all the same but each one is different has different people but they're all basically the same you can True. you are not this body you can inhabit many different bodies you can leave like literally a lot of the dis default um settings is when you pause you look like you're in like a fucking meditation or something you know when you like sit yeah. crisscross and i always thought that was interesting and it brought a lot of symbolism to me and feeling like yeah that's kind of like it's almost like we have created like a lesser dimension that we as higher dimensional beings are like going into right you are literally yeah you're literally becoming a higher dimensional being you're no longer operating really on time. I mean, time is completely gone basically in VR. Everybody's in different time zones too. So yeah. you're not operating on time or space. You don't have to travel. You're basically teleporting. There's many different worlds that are all the same, basically like a multiverse. And it's interesting. We're kind of creating a... A simulation. Creating a simulation. Kind of is, actually, but we can step in and out. But the true simulation will start when people are born into the metaverse, and that's all they've ever known. Imagine. Right? I, that's that's, that's like what the, like the simulation theory is, right. right? But could that happen? Just, just think about it. Like That's, that's a bit creepy, honestly. It's like, mm, I see. I see. I don't know. I am scared. I, this is crazy. <laughs> See, so sorry, I was gonna like pivot a little bit. So you could you continue. Well, I was just uh, gonna like start wrapping up and stuff. But wait, any last oh. points or anything that you would like to say? Yeah, just like the the simulation theory. Like, yeah, it it it, it makes sense, right? You know, we've mm -hmm. we've made simulations on computers about like physics, and they're like fairly accurate accurate like models about like what but you know. What is there to say where, uh, let's say, like a higher dimensional being, these aliens we speak of, could have just like spun up like a reality, like a pocket dimension for us little humans to see, to see us go on VR chat and stare in mirrors all day. But, um, like, since we can't really perceive dimensions above what we inhabit, like, would it even matter if they're a simulation or not, right? Like... What would even be the point of even exercising this thought? Like in like in more practical, like pragmatic terms, like what can we influence if we cannot right. affect like the outside dimension 
It's, it's like true. a fish in a pond, right? They can't look outside the water to some extent. Right. Because they're like, we're stuck in their little world. And they probably are not even aware there's like a world outside. And if they leave the pond, they die because they can't breathe or whatever. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's quite sad. But, oh, that's kind of like us. Fuck. Like, that us is literally this, how we that's are. That's interesting. I never thought about that. We're like a little fish in a pond. Like, we can kind of perceive upper dimensions indirectly. Like, time is thought to be a upper dimension. Well, we kind of, you know, we know what time is and we live in a world where time exists, but can we really perceive time? It's like going back to what I said about how we perceive time only in the past tense. Never in the present. Because we only perceive things that have already happened as time. Not as they're happening. <laughs> yeah. So, I wonder if uh, if we would be able to like see past time, like to the fifth dimension or whatever. That's which is like a collection of multiverses, right? That's like what is thought to be. At least I think so. Maybe I'm making a fool mm -hmm. of myself. I don't know. No. Anyways, I think that's a good place I to think, yeah. wrap we should stop. up as we have our existential crisis yeah thank you for coming on candy we should definitely stay in touch oh it's definitely been a pleasure coming on and talking i uh i don't know what you're gonna do with these two and a half hours of audio how long have we been talking how long i literally thought this was gonna be 30 minutes well it's it's more than two hours I, it's like i thought this was gonna two, be 220 <laughs> i completely enjoyed it though there's just a lot to talk oh, yeah. about but yeah, well, uh, it was a pleasure, and uh, and that is a new perspective. All right, thank you guys for listening. That is the new perspective. <laughs>